Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Welcome back for another episode of ADHD's Over. Happy Monday, that is today. Recording on a Monday. Mondays are special because we're starting something new, in this case, a week. Hey, time is all made up. But, you know, for some people, Mondays are hard, so I feel the energy, and I like to just let people know Monday's Happy Monday, right? It's what we say it is. It's what we make of it. So, first of all, thanks again to our support sponsor. I call them support partner. Sponsor is all about money and we give you, you know, this and if you mention our name, that's not the case. We're in this together with Boku Superfood, B-O-K-U, BokuSuperfood.com. Check them out. They have amazing products to make your body and your mind, your brain, your soul thrive. And this goes for protein powders, green powders, superfoods, uh, nutrition, you know, supplements for skin, hair, body, you name it. You got to go to the website. Amazing stuff. And I swear by it, really, really great stuff. That's bokusuperfood.com, our support partner. Now, let's dive in. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so is a small rant I wanted to do. Um, after today's morning walk, um, I was doing some research and I came across a video by a prominent uh, psychologist um, whose name I'm not going to mention because it's not about you know, dragging people down or saying this person's not good or my scientist is better than your scientist. But it's simply to discuss something that sticks out to me, that stuck out to me. And that sticks out to me a lot, especially recently. A lot of experts that were researching, you know, reading their studies, their books, uh, watching their videos or articles, reading articles. And this one had to do with uh, what is ADHD? And, you know, once in a while, I would say every couple of months or so, I just Google it myself as if I were a new parent looking for answers for my child, because, you know, it's what we did back then. And it's really nice to see what articles pop to the top when someone types, what is ADHD? So if a parent goes and Googles or, you know, whatever you use, I use DuckDuckGo or uh, whatever search engine you use, results will show up. And they are different in different uh, search engines, which should tell us something about search engines in general, but that's another topic. But I typed in what is ADHD and this psychologist's uh, video came up. It's about a 13 minute video, you know, so I, I will listen to a few of those uh, to see if I was a parent concerned about this so-called disorder. My child just got diagnosed or pointed out in class that, oh, he may have ADHD. You know, you go do some research. And while this psychologist meant really well by saying, don't worry, uh, your child is not dumb, uh, they're not lazy, you know, they're actually smart, they want to, they just can't. You know, so far, you know me, if you've listened to uh, previous episodes, I agree, there's certain things that children who have or who, I would say, show symptoms of this so-called disorder, there's certain things they don't do well that other kids do well. 
And again, in the context, you know, when you look at the word well, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them and they just can't do it well like someone who's normal can. It's more like in a, any given environment, because of what they're dealing with, they're not going to do what we expect them to do. That's actually not a problem. That's actually more of a cry for help or a, as, as you've heard us say many times before, the check engine light is on. So the child's not the problem. There's something here that is the problem in the environment, right? And so what he was then getting to at some point, which sort of became the anchor for his video, because I always look for the anchor. What is the main, like, how do you weigh down your claim, your video, right? Because if you, as, a, as a therapist or psychologist, if you're making a 13-minute video on such a huge topic, such a, uh, this is truly an epidemic, you know, like if we're going to talk about pandemic epidemic or, you know, I think this one outweighs anything that's currently going around. Like ask around how many children have ADHD, how many parents have children with ADHD, throw a rock in your neighborhood and you'll see how widespread it is. Now, back to uh, my point, right? If you're going to make a 13-minute video on ADHD, you got to have an anchor. You got to have something that you believe is truly what keeps this disorder legit and alive and spreading, right? In the scientific or medical or psychiatric community. So the anchor he used... At some point he said, well, you know, we used to think it's behavioral issues, right? Boys couldn't sit still. They were fidgety. They were impulsive. You know, they were behaviors. But now we know it's actually the brain. I was like, okay, I've heard this before. Continue. And he said, well, it's actually just how the brain is, is wired. And I knew where this was going. And he said, you know, children or or." humans with ADHD, their brain is wired differently, so they can't really do well, they don't do well with executive functions. And you know, by, th by that time, I've seen this term thrown around so many times. I was like, okay. And then I thought, you know, which I always give any expert the benefit of the doubt, that if they're going to kind of rehash old information, I mean, for me, it is old. I've heard this before. This has been around for years, 20, 30 years. These terms have been used intensely. So I thought, well, keep going, because maybe he'll say something where I go, ah, okay, he's looking under the hood, right? Check engine lights on. He's, he's looking under the hood. But he didn't, unfortunately. And what he said was simply, well, that's it. It's just that the brain is wired differently. And in my mind, there was this little voice screaming, say it ain't so. Like, why are you not looking under the hood, Mr. Expert? Why are you not digging deeper? What's holding you back from considering alternative points of view on this? And here's the kicker. During our six years of research, we've reached out to a dozen experts on what we call the sort of medication, you know, ADHD is a disorder, on the kind of current media narrative side. And none of them were interested to do an interview because I think they are confronted by the title of our movement, our project, ADHD is over. I think they're not open to have their minds changed or their points of view changed. 
which, you know, hey, in the end, I can respect it. But it is sad that such an expert can't come and talk to us on a podcast or a documentary, which we always offer both, or even have a conversation and prove us wrong. And not prove us wrong, but say, I know what you guys are doing, but have you considered this? And none of them do that. None of them say, all right, well, that's an interesting take. Um, what do you mean by that? Actually, one expert went as far as saying that. And once I explained our side, never heard again, right? But I would love an expert. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. If anything, you can give me a run for your money. I mean, or my money, right? You can, you can come on or even on a phone call or a Zoom call or anything that's not recorded and engage in a conversation. Because if you were really concerned, you know, if you really wanted this to stop or if you really wanted kids to get better or if you really have the solution to ADHD or if you really are the expert, wouldn't it be in your interest to convert anyone who would be quote unquote as dangerous or as uh, uh, foolish or inexperienced or uninformed, quote unquote, as me? I mean, I would. I mean, please, any expert, come at me, have a conversation, have an adult conversation around this disorder. What's the big deal? And so, and by the way, I just want you to know, we have some top level experts that we've interviewed that these other experts knew we had in our camp. So I'm not just some guy with a microphone and a camera looking to interview an expert who says, who is this guy? This information isn't going to wrap up in a good film or podcast. So no, I'm not interested. It wasn't that. It was clearly that they did not want to get engaged in a adult conversation around ADHD. Please, if you're listening and you're one of those experts, talk to me, reach out. Let's have a conversation. I'm open. I'm very strong. I have a strong opinion and, and obviously a strong claim and, and, a, and a purpose in life, but I'm open. So anyway, just wanted to make that clear. So we've reached out to many experts who weren't willing to have this conversation. And again, I felt like this morning when I saw this expert's video, my little voice was screaming so loud, say it ain't so. You are another one who's not willing to look under the hood, to really look at the cause, the true causes for ADHD. Not willing. Simply, you know, labeling it as, well, it's a faulty brain wiring that doesn't allow the child to have a healthy executive functioning. So therefore, they can't really do well in school and in life. Please say it ain't so that you as the experts with more than 30, 40 years of clinical experience in the world of ADHD, say it ain't so that you stop there. Why do you stop there? Why do you not consider going deeper and look at the correlations of childhood trauma and stress on a child? Have these experts not extensively, extensively studied the ACE study of the 90s, the Adverse Childhood Experience Study that was conducted by the CDC in conjunction with Kaiser Permanente? It's out there, available to be read. 
one of our experts we've interviewed, whose name I will not mention, actually told us off the record, that's why I don't want to mention the name, that when he was invited to contribute to a meeting at the American Psychiatric Association in regards to the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, version, I believe, 5, that uh, when he mentioned in a meeting, when he brought up the ACE study, he said that there were five people present in that meeting. One of the five people didn't know about the ACE study. This is a, a psychiatrist. I, I don't know if he was a psychologist or psychiatrist. That part I can't guarantee you, but I know he was one of the two. That's what our expert shared. One out of five, being a, a, a therapist, was not aware of the study. Three out of five sort of brushed it off as in like, well, that's a kind of an old study. And then I think one person was like, yeah, we're aware of it, um, but that doesn't change the outcome of our DSM, of our, you know, the new edition. And my point here is that we are clearly not allowing our, our experts, right, when they first start, when they first get their degrees and they do their studies or they do their time uh, counseling as a therapist, we don't put as much weight on the effects that trauma can have on a child that eventually will be diagnosed with a mental disorder as we put, as the kind of weight we put on, well, they're broken, there's something you know not normal, they have a, a brain uh, that's not wired correctly and we got to give them medication that's the most effective. It's not a balanced education. These are not balanced studies. So that's why my little voice said, again, say it ain't so. Here's another one who was awarded with many awards when I was reading his biography, many awards by the leading ADHD groups and so forth. And it's like, say it ain't so, please, for the sake of our children. Why do we keep listening to experts who peddle this one-sided narrative or incomplete I don't even call it fake or lies because it's not. It's what they're talking about is real, but it's only one side of this equation, of this story. It's only the outside body of the car. It's the, 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 you know, the paint job. It's the, the body of the car. And it's almost like the check engine light comes on and we look at the outside of the car and we go, well, it's shiny and nice. It looks new. I just washed it. I polished it. Why is the check engine light on? Please say it ain't so because you're not looking under the hood. And why are you not looking under the hood? Who's telling you it has nothing to do with what's under the hood? Nothing. Sure, it's part of it, but it has nothing to do with it. Check engine light isn't on because of what's under the hood. It's just on because there's something wrong with the car. So, you know, you got to check, you got to just maybe replace the bulb of the check engine light, the little bulb in the dashboard, then you'll be fine. Or put it, you know, in the case of medication, you know, put stick a little tape over the check engine light so that you can't see that it's on. And then you'll be fine. You don't have to worry about it. I know I like that metaphor, so hopefully that makes sense. Anyway, what I wanted to say, and, you know, 
I always try myself to have a little anchor to each episode. Like, what am I trying to communicate here? What I'm trying to communicate here is if you're a parent listening and your child has recently been diagnosed with this so-called disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or any mental disorder for that matter, please do not take the first and most searched or liked experts advice. Go beyond, listen to both sides. Listen to someone who says medications bullshit and listen to someone who says medications the only way. Because somewhere in the middle, you will find your own way. You will be able to trust that what, what you're going to do for your child is what you want to do for your child, not what an expert says. And when someone tells you that the only way to deal with ADHD is to cope for life and their strategies and tips on how to cope, tell them you're not interested in coping. You want to thrive. What do I need to do to thrive with my child? And then listen to experts that actually say, here's how you can thrive with a child that has a so-called mental disorder. First of all, like we always say, shift your perspective. Your child's not the problem. Second, get to work. If your child's not the problem, then he's just a check engine light and you know, he's got some cries for help. See what's causing all the friction in his or her environment in life. And then work on reducing friction. And that can be diet, that could be environment as far as school, the relationship with you and your husband, or if you're divorced with the ex or the ex-wife or, you know, you have to dig into all the corners of life and reduce friction. And friction gets reduced when more love attention is put into the space and when the child is no longer considered and treated as the problem. Then number three is honor your child. Start to listen to your child. What does he or she like doing? Where do they thrive? In what environments do they just feel alive and happy and, and they feel loved and safe? Create more of those environments. Maybe you have to move. Maybe you have to change schools. Maybe you have to let go of the partner that's in your life that's not supportive. I'm not saying I know what you need to do, but you will know what to do when you listen to just not just the one-sided narrative, the way it's out there right now around ADHD. We got to change the narrative. And so when I wanted to do this episode called Say It Ain't So, it's because I was frustrated that there's yet another therapist out there, award-winning, 40 years of experience, who simply stops at, well, it's the brain wiring. And never asks why, how come this child's brain is wired in a way that's not effective for him or her to thrive? What's happened? What happened to this child? What, what's the environment like? You know, like our, one of our experts and now great friends and just lovely human being, Marilyn Wedge, the therapist, tells us that child therapy is really marriage therapy, that she spends very little time with a child when a family comes in and says, oh, our son or daughter has ADHD or is being difficult or has ODD, oppositional defiance disorder and so forth. She goes, okay, let's talk. And they'll spend a little time getting to know the kid, but then she spends a lot of time talking to the parents because that's the key to finding out what the environment's like. And not environment just like most people think of the environment as in like living in a polluted area or having toxins because of va vaccines or you know, whatever. Well, that's part of it, but it's much bigger than that. The environment is everything around the child, everything. And that's even inside the child from prenatal, during birth, and so forth. Anyway, my point is, please, 
if we can shift your perspective to no longer see your child as a, the problem, I win. And by I win, I mean, that's my only intention. My wife and I, that's our only intention is to shift parents' perspective that their child is not the problem. That alone will bring more love into the family. The family will be thriving already more than before, way more. Try it out. It's not the truth, I always say. It worked for us and it's worked for some families that we've talked to to shift the perspective. Step one. Then the real work starts. I'm not going to get into that here. That's why we're working on a documentary. We hope you enjoyed this episode and you will be back for more. Please feel free to share any episode with friends, family members, people who you think could benefit from having their perspective shifted because we will actually contribute to having happier children, children that are thriving out there in the world. This will create a better world, I guarantee you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your attention because your attention is valuable. And I mean that. I appreciate you giving it to us for these 22 minutes. And we hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, live in a magical life. Happy Monday. If it's Monday where you're at, it's another day, then happy that day. Until soon.